35 years, I've been both awestruck and ambivalent about Michael Thompson. He is tragic and fantastical, but familiar. His love of surfing is mine. His nihilism is a distant cousin to my mostly outgrown, but still vibrantly recalled selfishness. Maybe some of you feel the same way. Quote, I'm not bold enough to be Michael Thompson, Chaz Smith writes, so I need him to be Michael Thompson for me and to hell with the price. Physical, financial, emotional, mental, that he has to pay. From the Encyclopedia of Surfing, I'm Tyler Brewer in Brooklyn, New York. And I'm Jamie Brewer in London. And this is the Sunday Joint, where we roll up Matt Warshaw's weekly newsletter for a deep inhale of surfing's past, present, and future. On this episode, we discuss the wild innovator of surfing and surf culture. We talk about the radical times and life of Michael Thompson, as discussed in Matt's Sunday Joint newsletter from July 12, 2020. Michael, the founder and creative genius behind Gotcha clothing brand, fast-charging backsider at Pipe, former top 10 IPS surfer, cousin to the ever-charming Sean Thompson, and just an incredible character in surfing. We will do this. We will cover this guy. I'm super excited. We get super nerdy into it. And of course, there's Stump My Bro, where both my brother and I test each other's surf nerdery with diabolically absurd surf trivia. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm worth a million in prizes. This is like, uh, yeah, I love that quote. And also, um, Phil Jarrett had a quote similar, which also kind of said similar kind of thing. We said, he always liked the idea of Michael Thompson, if not always the, the reality of it. And definitely, like Michael Thompson is like to me anyway. He's, he's he's like poetry, you know. He evokes a certain feeling, and I like that feeling. Like I want some of that, you know, uh, fairy dust, if not all the other kind of dust, you know. Like it just, I I want to like yeah. Sometimes if I'm just going out at night, I just like look at a picture of Michael Thompson to get psyched up to have a good time, <laughs> 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 to be cool, you know. Well, this is a. He's a transformational character in surfing. Um, not so much for his surfing, but for his vision. You know, he was, you know, he always played second fiddle to Sean, his cousin, which I don't know if I ever told you. It's like I met, I remember meeting Sean at Surf Expo in 1994. I was 14, uh, 13 or 14. And um, I remember meeting Sean and I was so starstruck and so excited. And I was hoping he'd be like, go get him, Tata. You know, so <laughs> go get him. And he did do that, actually. That's another story. Um, but I was sitting there and talking to him. And then I was just like, I was so nervous. I had, I just didn't know what to say to him. So I go, so how's your brother, Michael? And he's like, cousin. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I just wanted to like punch myself right there. I was like, oh, so sorry, Sean. Yeah, no, of course. He's your cousin, not your brother. I know that. I was just, I was nervous, you know, <laughs> it's just so awkward. So I always got that confused, but they were cousins. And <laughs> I know people keep calling you my cousin as well. I know, I right? Have to connect them. Better looking cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the other thing. I mean, God, if I was in your shoes back then, I would have just wanted to kiss him. I mean, did you? <laughs> um, on the EOS website, which you can yeah. get for three pounds a month, uh, like there was a video recently of uh, the 1972. Uh, you know, um, world contest, the surf yeah. contest, and they just had lots of clips. And man, there's one picture of Sean putting on his wetsuit top. My, oh my god! Like he, yeah, I think yeah. I might, I might take him over. Bronco <laughs> Roby he is beautiful. <laughs> well, mom always had a huge crush on him too. She oh. was always waiting for Carla to leave him, you know, and she'd pick up the pieces. <laughs> was it who's who's the South African writer? Craig Jarvis or Dennis Jarvis? Uh Craig Jarvis. Dennis Craig is the Jarvis. shaper. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He wrote, you know, like just uh all the um all the mums in South Africa, you know, just had a big thing for him. Totally, because he was so clean cut too. And 
it's a classic though older brother younger brother dynamic though between him and michael which i find interesting even though they're not brothers but they kind of were in some ways um you know one is the clean cut goody two-shoes super talented obviously like uh you know successful ultra successful or gonna be successful so in rather than compete against that older brother or compete against that sibling or cousin or whatever they tack completely opposite and go for radical rebellious um you know creative something totally different and i think that probably played into the direction that michael went and and i think in some ways on the post pro surfing career side michael would be considered more successful than sean oh yeah i mean michael thompson was unbelievable wildly successful with his career post Mm -hmm. post pro surfing yeah and and there was also it was in the sunday joint i believe where they describe like you know sean his approach to pipeline was you know more calculated more turns and Michael is just more like a bull and just charged and rammed his way through. It was less precise. And I think that's like a really good way to kind of describe the two personalities too. Um, Michael then, instead of, you know, going on to professional surfing greatness, he started Gotcha Clothing, which I have a question for you. Mm. Do you think that Michael <laughs> named Gotcha after Michael Ho's protege, Gotcha. <laughs> now, for some of our listeners who aren't gotcha. aware, there's a, there's a surf, surf film, Tales of the Seven Seas, Scott Dietrich, and it is a big feature of Michael Ho, and they talk about his protege, Gotcha. And who is that protege in real life? Not, 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 his name isn't Gotcha. Do you know who it is? I know who it is. I forgot the name, though. I know who you're talking about. Colonel Benson's... No, Colonel. No, no, it's not. Uh, it's not, not Fielding it's, Benson. No, not Fielding Benson. No, it was Fielding Benson for no, some. Fielding reason. Benson is in that film, but it's not him. Oh, who is it? I don't know who Gotcha is. We I don't know who Gotcha is. I thought it, you said it was Fielding Bell- Benson. You said no. it was Fielding Benson. No, I, I, that was another um, thing. No, I think. Um, Planting and wrong information with me. Maybe he's Michael Mike Latronic. Maybe. I don't know. That you know, Mike Latronic did the surfing for Rick. Kane Rick and, uh, Kane, yeah, but he would have been, I mean, maybe, I don't know. But I wonder if, if Michael Thompson lifted the name off of Michael Ho's protege, Gotcha. No, he didn't. If you read the article that is linked in the Sunday joint. I skipped it, sorry. I, sk- oh, I read a whole man. bunch of them. There's a lot and it's a bit... Anyway, uh, we put well, for all you out there, I'm not going to give you the answer now, but if you go into the Sunday joint with no, you need to Michael Thompson... This. No, people need to go to the site. And if they can't get in, they can donate $3 a month. What is it? Okay. Yeah. So we're going to leave anyway, that they out tell there for our listeners. They, they tell, he says where he got the name Gotcha from. Mm. I think it's a great name. And also, yeah. especially the way you could take the letters, tilt it on its side, put it at the nose of your board and make it into a symmetrical logo like they did back in the 80s. And... There was a Hollywood movie called Gotcha that came out around 84, 85. Oh, you used to sing that song, I remember. Gotcha, gotcha where I want you, it's too late. Da, 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 gotcha. <laughs> and they were just like, go around shooting paintballs at people. And then like, they got wrapped up in a whole terrorist plot and all craziness happened in that movie. Really? So if anyone wants to go, I'm sure it's on some weird streaming app somewhere <laughs> something obscure you know it's hard to find good stuff the other night um i tried to find episodes of bosom buddies can't and, find them um, well there's there's two episodes on youtube that you can or not youtube but you can there are two episodes i watched a f- well a full episode the other night tom hanks tom That's hanks weird. at his best all about know? the time that gotcha was really hitting its uh mark, yeah you know? Well, yeah, so Michael Thompson Michael started Thompson. Gotcha. <laughs> and, um, it, you know, what's interesting is his brother, I mean, his cousin, geez, I can't believe I did that again. Damn. Did it, man. Yeah. Cousin, Sean, started Instinct. And mm-hmm. both, both, you know, they took off their clothing. Instinct was obviously much more cleaner. Did you say there. that they both took off their clothing? Took off in the clothing in clothing, you said, in clothing. You said they both took off their clothing. Right, Boy, if they both uh, took off their clothes, this maker's mark's getting my head here. 
If they both took off their clothing. <laughs> if they both took off their clothing. Who would be more successful? That, well, <laughs> I don't know. I think both in their prime. That'd be a menage a trois that I would do. Well, anyway. Now, anywho. Good thing you're but, editing this later. No, we're putting that in. All of it. But anyway. They both started, it, and you can see the clear difference. Like, Instinct was much more conservative. And their, their athletes that they sponsored were, were more athletes, it seemed like. Um, you know, you had, uh, you know, an Instinct was Barton Lynch and Tom Carroll for a little bit, and obviously Sean Thompson. You know, Mike Renez. And Mike Renez. It was much more clean cut, where Gotcha, you know, you had Martin Potter, Shane well, Horan. To, to, to just, I mean, in defense of Barton. Um, not saying he's not... No, Bart Lynch, yeah, very wild guy at nighttime. I remember the stories. And also, like, I've got like a few, I just came across another picture today um, in an old SW magazine. Like, Bart Lynch in the mid 80s was going for aerials and barrel rolls. He just wasn't as coordinated as, as uh, Martin Christian. Potter, but yeah. he was powerful. But he was. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, Barton doesn't get enough credit, obviously. And there is that um, surfer poll, 1989, where he's, or 1990, where he's like, oh, and there's that picture of him with the goatee and holding Mm. a beer in his hand, looking slightly toasted. And he's like, eh, might have been partying a little too much last year. Need to slow down a little. So, no, yeah, Barton wasn't squeaky clean, but he gave the persona of intelligence. He was articulate. Um, shit they wanted him to run for mp in australia at one point like mm. you know so he you know he he was in that sean thompson mold of being well spoken and you know you could put clothing on whereas you had martin potter you had shane Aran, you had Derek ho brad gerlach at some point matt archbold matt archbold nicky wood hose yeah gotcha I mean, was scary like i wouldn't dino like uh <laughs> Dino and Dino and Dino Brock and Dino Little. and Dino. Brock Little. Jeez. Lopez. Jerry Lopez. Yeah. Uh, Mike Stewart. Um, Sonny Garcia. And then Andy Irons with MCD. Like, I, I even though I am the rad- more radical of the two of us, even I couldn't <laughs> hang with those guys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're real radical on your mid length. <laughs> <laughs> but um no but i think that it, it was really interesting and then michael was like heavily influenced by art and and fashion you know and he he followed all that you know he was into it he was going to the places you know where the trends were starting he was in new york he was in paris he was in milan like he was all over absorbing all that um, he was hanging out with johnny rotten yeah you know bruce weber like all of those guys and like god like you look at the photos and some of the gotcha ads you just see some of the influence from the the really progressive very forward-thinking fashion companies and photographers of that time it was you know a, a kind of a revolutionary and they were leading leading the way for the whole surf industry i mean everyone was just copying kind of what they were doing in in so many ways um in the ads like if you don't surf don't start you know showing uh obviously someone who doesn't fit the character traits of a surfer uh back in the 80s maybe now they might actually but you know if 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 we are going to reference um if this is a sunday joint review yeah matt says that's one of the uh he didn't the like sh- that. Sh- those he ads. didn't like that. Those ads. Yeah. He didn't like those ads. I think a lot of us love those ads, and I think it's hilarious. So Lost like copied it or tried to replicate those ads. Um, you know, and and re- revered them. You know, paid tribute to them. But I think that there's something alluring about that to the core, right? Like that ad appeals to the core. But it, it's so brilliant because it appeals also to the masses. Because no one reading that who may not surf sees it and you're like, I don't want to be identified as this guy. I want to be identified in this cool, colorful photo here of, you know, uh, of, uh, you know, Brad Gerlach or someone doing it off the lip, you know, as opposed to, you know, this chubby redhead kid wearing, you know, street gear or 
some yeah, they'd, dorky they'd old go guy. out they'd go out and buy the gotcha so they wouldn't have to be that person anymore. exactly and that was the brilliant marketing to that and then you know and, and matt talks about this in sunday joint like surfers the movie he gave us mm. and you know that is like that's probably the greatest love letter to surfing i think I can't, I can't think of any other surf movie that comes close to in capturing all of surf culture or trying to or attempting to. Yeah, I suppose like Blue, uh, not Blue Horizon, but um, the other Jack McCoy film. Um, oh, yeah, Blue yeah, Blue. Uh, no, Blue Horizon was Andy and Rasta. Yeah, that was it. Oh, you're thinking Deeper Shade of Blue. Yeah, Deeper Shade of Blue, yeah. That, that was like another attempt at that there as well. But, but it, Surfer, it, Surfers, the movie was, yeah. Do, do you remember where we saw it for the first time? Yeah, we we went to the Malibu Beach Club. That's in, right. In Point Lookout, we sat on the floor next to Charles Bernowich, which was just my idol, you know. But you know, back then, local. Yeah, I keep looking online for clips of him and, uh, and Charlie Al Bernowich. Pris him and Al Prisco. I look for clips. There's nothing out there. And Jeff Shanison. No. <laughs> No, there's not. Unfortunately, we have the footage, and you know, I, I found the adapter to the videotapes, by the way, that you took. But I just need to put a battery in it, and I think it'll work. Okay. And then nice. if we do that, then we'll have that. But that's where we, you know, both you and I saw that, and that was, I mean, I, I was, I mean, I was ten years old, you know, ten, eleven years old. That movie was so impressionable, and it, you know, those that opening song, it just every time I hear it gives me goosebumps, but it was genius. Like, you know, Michael brought in Bill Delaney to do it. Yeah. You know, free ride and uh, the guy who defined a generation and uh, that movie, you know, they aired on Surfline not too long ago. For mm, I know. Yeah. You know? And, and, and what they said, and they did a long article about it. And I think what it, uh, where they pointed out, which goes back to what you were saying before, how Michael would bring in, the outside world back into surfing like he was inspired by a rolling stone documentary in the history of rock and roll yeah and to make it like that you know instead of taking his cue from scott dietrich or, or the others you know he got it from rolling stone and said yes this is what we're going to do what well what the thing is with michael and what i think i identify with him about is he views he views the world through a surfing lens but he also reflects that back and he takes basically the world and shines it through a surfing lens onto surf culture, or he did that. You know, he, he surfified things. He took what was, you know, mainstream and surfified it, made it surf. Or maybe it was, you know, progressive art or progressive culture, progressive fashion, fast, fa you know, forward fashion. Like he took that and then put his surfing lens on that and that's like, I'm so amazed that more people don't do that in the industry, particularly. Like, so, that, so I feel like it's happened more recently, though. Yeah, like, people are starting to get wise to that. Yeah, well, even like like Dion Agius um, and uh, people he shot with and stuff like that. I'm, and even like the Kai Neville films, like, whoa, that didn't seem like a surf film. It seemed yeah. like, whoa, it took the whole kind of like rave culture and... Um, Art, 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 and art film, you know, a lot of art film in that, like Modern Collective and Dear Suburbia was like so ripping on art film. Like, yeah. In a good way, like very nice, but it was super artsy. No, and, and that's the thing. Um, you know, Drew Campion wrote in the late 60s, he said, you know, surfing is uh, this way that people of different interests can kind of meet and we start there, but then we can start to talk about other things. And actually, yeah, like with Michael Thompson, he probably got us into other things, you know, like got us into other things that we wouldn't have checked out because it wasn't surf, but because he took other things and made it surf, we said, oh, okay, now we can look at those, that lifestyle. Or something. Well, I always, I always felt like surfing could be a gateway to many other things. Like when we traveled, you know, it was a gateway to, to understanding other cultures and doing other things because it, it led you down a path and then you were able to choose from that. And I think surfing can be really good for that, particularly for like art and film and video. Like if you study those things and, and particularly if you study them in surf, you can, and then you study the, 
I don't want to say the real world, but like outside yeah. of surfing, those influences, you start to pick up on, oh, I wonder if this filmmaker was influenced by this because there's so many similarities or there's, looks like they pulled from this. Like I, I so many times have watched something or read something or seen a photo and then like in real, in the real world, not the surf world, I've seen it too. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, oh, there's, there's the context. There's the connection, you know, and that's, that, that to me is more interesting and more exciting. And I think for Michael to do that is, is fucking genius. And, and it shaped surf culture uh, through and through. It's just a shame he pissed it all away, you know, and just got too caught up in, in other things. You know, that's like, cause gotcha mid nineties just felt so muted. You know, it just, once 1992, 93 came around, it just became, you know, their, their star athlete was Rob Machado. And while we all think of Rob as a hippie kind of groovy guy right now, 1992, 93, Rob was a fucking dork. Well, I mean, that's kind of a nerd. Like he was skinny. He wasn't that good looking. He surfed great, but there was nothing cool about him. The only thing that, you know, that didn't happen until the winter of 94 when he started growing his Afro or yeah. the year of 94. Oh, he's always a really nice, likable guy. Nice, likable, yeah. but he wasn't like, there was no cool aura around him. <laughs> you know, but yeah, that's like, like Michael Thompson said when the investors, was it Merrill Lynch or, or one of those, when they in Lehman, or I don't know who it was, but anyway, when they took over the company, they turn his baby into a fucking whore, he said, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but then he formed MCD. Um, yeah. The other thing. Uh, but yeah, but, that, but that's... Uh, by Nautica. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose it would have been weird if, if uh, he, he just, like, sensibly kept that on as... Uh, uh, <laughs> but MCD was still part of Gotcha. You know, mm. it was still owned by Gotcha, you know, the, the, the company that owned Gotcha. And he just started for the specialty stores while Gotcha could go mass, which I yeah. thought from a sales perspective and me being a sales guy, sales director, like that's brilliant. You know, once your line becomes seen as uh, not core or you want to sell out and make money, but you still want to have ties to the core. I think that's a brilliant marketing strategy. Yeah, you know? totally. They call and, it Michael, Michael's core division. They call yeah, it. it's Michael's core division. Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, I think Michael, I, I, one thing I do love in the Sunday joint that Matt talked about was how he dated Michael's ex-girlfriend and tried to keep it on the DL. And then he found out and wanted Matt's head on a platter. No, like, like that's pretty impressive. Like, I mean, Matt's a good looking guy and very cool, obviously. But like, if you wanted to say like I dated Michael Thompson's ex semi ex-girlfriend, like that just means like, wow, like you must got a big dick. Like just that's so cool. Like I would love to be able to say, are that, you, you know? are you assuming something about Matt Warshaw's appendages? Here? I don't know. I just think that would be so cool. Like to say, yeah, I, yeah. well, that's, inquiring, that's inquiring that from, minds um, want to know Mr. Uh, Warshaw. Well, from, from hot dog, didn't they say like, uh, Rudy got pissed off because somebody long dicked his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you know, it's, I thought that was pretty cool. And I love that, like how Matt was, had this ambivalence towards Michael. There's like, obviously Matt who Matt Warshaw. Oh, Matt Warshaw. Yeah. In, in sun, in the Sunday joint, he, mm. there's this tension, you know, like or ambivalence towards Michael because he identifies with so much of him, but also there's so much to, to not be impressed about, you know, mm. the, the, the drug, drug abuse, um, the fall from grace in some ways, you know, and then, you know, what happened after gotcha, there's just not been a, a, a following act to a certain extent. I think you know, he did do he did do consulting for different companies. He, he did. He did do some consulting. I remember even talking to one of the companies that he consulted with, because um, I was going to do some some uh, consulting with them actually. <laughs> and 
they, you know, they, they didn't seem too impressed. It would just seem like really nice to attach his name to their company as opposed to there was not much else going on. I don't know. And then you see these subsequent interviews with him and, you know, there, it's hard to understand him. Uh, there's obviously a lot going on, but yeah. it, it's, but he is, yeah, I, I mean, don't, and that's, I don't and I think there's a lot of stuff written about his, uh, his faults, but on the positive side, he was also a Renaissance man. Like he wrote, you know, he wrote an article on um, a boxing uh, scandal from the New York Times, you know, in the what? early 80s. I didn't know that. Damn. You didn't, you didn't read the Phil Jarrett article. The I Surface Journal. Oh, I, man, I've, I've read that like have... four times. It's such a good article. Anything by Phil Jarrett is. I gold. did, but man, like that was a long time ago, it feels like. And there's a lot of shit crammed in here lately. Uh, I think you're watching too much television. Probably. Well, it's not television. It's, it's, my wife makes you watch Real Housewives, and that just dumbs it down a little. <laughs> but um, was another show someone was telling me about deal. yesterday, um, Harlots. Have you heard of this program? I have Harlots? not heard of Harlots, but... Something to check out. <laughs> we, we, the one that I do like is Below Dick. That's a yachting <laughs> one where they're, they're on yachts and I'm doing it with the New Zealand accent, you know, blue dick. Everyone wants to get on my dick. It's a, a lovely d- dick. The dick sealant. The dick, the dick sealant. sealant. <laughs> yes. And don't forget the cock sealant as well. No, actually, oh, it's really We're bad. We're not actually. saying that one. Yeah. But yes, I... Um, we are referencing a YouTube skit. Anyway. So yeah, Michael um, Thompson. I mean, definitely there should be a book on him rather than just a chapter at the end of a, a book on a um, And you know who should write narcotic. that book? Chad Ooh. Smith. Mm, I yes. think Chad Smith should totally write it. I think he could. I think it'd be a challenge for him because it's Do not it. about him. But if anyone could get into Michael Thompson's head and kind of understand him, I think Chaz could. You know, that's, that's the thing. That would be a, that would be the... I mean, a Michael Thompson book would be the fucking dopest book. I was going to say, are you going to say dopest? (laughs) Yeah, it would. I totally would. And I'm going to say it. It would be the fucking best surf book out there, I think. He should consult with Phil Jarrett, though. Like Phil's book on um, salts and suits was such good reportage. And uh, yeah, Yeah, joint effort. But I think, Chaz, it would be a good challenge for him because it wouldn't be from from first-person narrative also. Mm. And I think that's something that he could expand uh, his writing skill set towards. Or, or Chaz, Chaz could write a, a, a fict- historical fictional novel um, based on him going back in time and actually hanging out with Michael Thompson. And that oh. could be that could be a bit of that would be fun. I think Chaz, if you're listening, we expect our cut from the book. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Just Can I little, just say, not there's like there's a lot. <laughs> so many drug innuendos in the last five minutes cut <laughs> joint uh gateway can can you hold the i've i've got to go pee actually i'm not just ducking <laughs> off to the bathroom for a quick sniff to- okay when you're hiring for a small business you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role and there's no faster or effective way than through linkedin jobs Your time and capital are precious, and there is a powerful resource that can help you focus on what you're good at and integrate people into your team seamlessly to help grow your business. LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to find the right professionals for your team efficiently and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. Everyone is already on LinkedIn with their resumes and references, and now LinkedIn has designed a hiring platform to connect you with candidates specifically qualified for the job that you post about. More than a billion professionals meticulously organized to connect people by skill set to help us all advance our position. 2.5 million businesses already use LinkedIn for hiring, and 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's that fast, easy to use, and effective. LinkedIn Jobs can help you write job descriptions, filter the right person to you, and give you the tools to help you interview them like a pro. LinkedInJobs.com surf is where you go to post your job for free. Yes, 
totally free. That's linkedinjobs.com slash surf to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. So, Michael Thompson, I would say he's probably one of the top 10 most important uh, figures in the surf industry. Would you say that's true? Would you even say higher? Oh, oh. Top five? Well, let's, okay. How about, let's go back and forth. Kind of like a game yeah. of. Um, okay. Who, who, let's name. You, like, I'll, you say one, I'll say one. So. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Bob McKnight. Duh. You know, uh, well, then I have to go Jeff Hackman there, too. Yeah. Mm, Hobie Alter. Ooh. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Gordon Merchant. Duke Boyd. Claw. <laughs> uh, Jack. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, trying to think. Uh, maybe Dick Baker. He was head of OP. You mean Jim Jenks? No, no. There was, he ran OP like through a certain traditional time, you know, big time period. And he ran the SIA and he was really important in the surf industry. Not as well known, but I would say him. How about Richard Wilcock? Uh, well, yeah, but then, sorry, not da- Danny Kwok, I would Danny say. Danny Kwok, of course, because he helped start Volcom, basically. He helped fund it, apparently. Uh, he was um, the soul of Quicksilver. Have you ever met Danny Kwok? No, have you? Yeah, yeah. You did? Yeah, I met him at a, a party at a mansion at Lanikea in 1999. No and he, he was so friendly. Um, I must have gone to maybe i went to two parties i went to a wedding there and also i met you know what's his face uh rory russell he was oh, also really captain captain rory russell yeah that's right yeah very cool um <laughs> i mean but you, you miss like dale velsey dale vels how can we miss that i mean you'd even put then you know greg Knoll potentially in there you know mm-hmm. with you the mix of the film Definitely. to promote everything Definitely. and his Definitely. ads were pretty incredible do you think, I mean, I wonder if PT and Ian would be included in that because they did start the ASP, which became the WSL, you know, and brought yeah, men but on that, But then, oh, I mean, they're not, as, that, import, they're not as important as, as Fred Hemmings and Randy yeah, Rarick. But. Yeah, true. So, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, Michael that's Thompson, good, top, top no, 10. Def, Michael Thompson's in there for sure. Yeah, for, for sure. There should be there should be like an industry hall of fame. Paul, no, how do you say Nordy? Paul, Paul Nordy. Oh, oh, Paul Nod. Nod. I think Nod, it's Nordy. Nod, I know, but I call him Nordy. Nordy. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. he's he's pretty. But but they're all kind of. Uh, mm, I mean, he's early days, I suppose. But like maybe Randy French because of surf tech. Yeah, surf tech doesn't production. get as much. Uh, press as they used to get but they're still making stuff i mean jerry lopez nice has a stuff. line of stuff yeah well they're doing the um the hybrid kind of uh core shapes where they have epoxy in the middle poly on the rails similar to dhd did so or that you s deck solomon is it similar to s core no no what it is is epoxy is in the middle of the board like mm. where the stringer would be and then along the rails is poly so your rail sinks into the wave like a poly board it's not as quirky and buoyant as epoxy oh, okay. is. And so it gives you a normal feel, but the same, but it gives you a little bit more pop and rigidity like the epoxy gives and lightness too. So they do something like that. So I, I would say Randy French could be in there, but wow. that's, that's right, now, a, the, now that's, the list is branching out. <laughs> now we're getting a little too crazy. So let's now move on to, so Michael Thompson, we hope he's feeling well. We hope he's, comfortable in this crazy time uh we are sending our thoughts and prayers and we we do highly regard him um even though we might have joked about a bunch of things i think he's fucking legend and like Chaz smith we need no, and he's thoughts. very passionate and every time i've heard an interview with him he, he cares about shit big time he does he does so i we we give and, and anytime, anytime he's been a talking head, he's been extremely interesting. You know, like absolutely, and, um, yeah. Any like uh, the, the the Martin Potter profile in Surfers Journal, or 
any sort of industry stuff. Like he's the most interesting. You you read everyone else like yeah yeah yeah. And then Michael Thompson speaks, and it's like you wake. Like if I was at the pub with a bunch of people, he'd be who I'd want to sit next to. Totally. Well, I I just always <laughs> love his little quote from uh, Surfers the movie. And it's like it's not about parroting around a buoy or. You know, it is stuck getting in the head, surfer. I don't know. It just always stuck with me, like in the chosen mm. Potter paddling around a buoy at the TDK Gotcha Pro at Sandy Beach. Uh, anyway, I did. I am Tyler Brewer, and my co-host is my older brother, Jaime. Jamie. Do you want to say anything there? Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. You, you, you know what my name is. Yeah, Jamie Brewer. I was like trying to cue you up. Jeez. <laughs> Big brothers, man. Um, but yeah, we're psyched. We hope you enjoyed this review of uh, Matt Warshaw's Sunday Joint newsletter. Oh, wait, and- wait. Hold on wait, a second. What? We've what? we've got an encore. We have an encore. Uh, we have an encore. We've got um, a little round of Stump My Bro. Oh, shit. Totally forgot. Stump My Bro. All right, so we're going to do one question each. Three questions. Yeah, I think three is a lot. Just just very quick. I don't have as much whiskey left, so if I get it wrong, I'm going to have to do shots. Oh, are we doing that? We're doing shots. If you get it wrong, you do a shot. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, I don't have my whiskey up here, though, so I'm going to have to take it on the back end. Well, the thing is, I probably won't. And that's that's the problem. I've got a half bottle of bourbon here. And I'll probably get them all right, so I won't even get to drink it, whereas you'll have to go downstairs and get Yes, it. I will. You'll have right. post, post. I'll have post, post shots. Donna will, my wife will, um, Donna will make me sure that I take them. All right, your first question. Stump okay. my bro. So, so the, the questions that we came up with were all questions, and you can play along if you want. You can pause your uh, podcast if you like. <laughs> They're all questions where you can find the answer either in one of the previous uh, Sunday joints or in a link from one of the Sunday joints. Oh, all of the I questions, didn't do that, by the way. Ah, <laughs> uh, all my questions, you, you have to access we'll to the Sunday the joint. Okay. <laughs> so my first question is, who said that seeing the first event at Kelly Slater's ranch was just as good as getting to see the Beatles or Led Zeppelin? Ooh, that's a good one. And this was not in a link. This was actually, and it's recent. It's in the last couple of months. I don't think it's, I definitely don't think it's Matt Warshaw who said that. (laughs) No, no. in fact, he was really, he was really uh, upset that this person said that. Oh, geez. And if you want any clues, I love giving clues. Give me, give me a clue. Give me a clue on this one. Um, okay, well, the first guy, see if I give you a real one clue, give oh, I'm gonna give you a clue because it's a fun reference to anyone right. who reads Surfer magazine for the last four decades. Uh, this surfer was uh called by Surfer magazine as a Marklin Baker lookalike. Now, Marklin Baker, <laughs> Mark <was> Richards, <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect strangers, <laughs> yes, not Balky Bartakamus, but his cousin, uh. Yes, you know, now we do the dance of joy. Die, 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 die. <laughs> yeah, I still think you need to take a shot for that, though. Yeah, here, uh, to finish whatever's left here. Mm. All right, uh, my turn. Okay. Who has the most world title runner-ups in men's? The most? Yeah. In men's? Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, I want to say... World to world title. Not yeah. not contests. Yeah. Oh, see, I want to say Gary Elkerton. Gary Elkerton. No. Okay. It, Dar- oh, 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 Joel Parkinson. It's a tie between Joel and Shane. Shane. Do they have four? Yeah. Whoa. So Shane is 78, 79, 81, 82. Parco, 02, 04, 09, and 11. But wow. Parco, the distinction, Parco won the title, Parko got the won. job done. It's amazing. I mean, like to constantly, because three is three is enough. I mean, three is crazy. Like, but to do four and then to win it. Are you sure Shane has four? Yeah, 
I, I, I looked it up on the EOS. Oh, okay. 78, can... 79, 81, 82. Everyone it out there, was... you can check our stats if you want to. Check it. But yeah, no, Shane uh, you know, won the Masters title at least, which yes. was some sort of... So relief. did Kong. Kong won it so twice. Did Kong won it three times, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he won it in Ireland, France, and Makaha. So he counts it as one world title. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I thought, I thought that was, uh, I don't know. I always find that interesting being the runner up and like, you know, particularly Shane, like he really could have won it one year with the bronze Aussies just really, really fucked him, his yeah. former teammates. You know, he was really close. Um, oh, Shane would have been such a good world champ as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love Shane, and I love like Screaming to the Blue. That movie is hilarious. Oh, I've never seen it. I'd love to see that. Is it, it a link? Can you watch it online? I think you can get it in the Surf Network. Oh, you have to pay Ira for it. You have to pay for it, but yeah, I think you can. And well, I think after after this show, I'm going to be so hungover tomorrow. It's going to be the perfect film to watch. Yeah. All right, your next question. <sighs> okay. <laughs> this was also found, and you don't have to press any links to get this one, but it's in one of the joints. Um, who <laughs> I love this. And I've met this guy before as well. Very nice guy. Who duct taped his lunch to the nose of his board when he paddled to an isolated surf spot with Mark Warren, Mark Richards, and Bernie Baker? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you read the the joint, it's quite funny speculating like how cool it would have been had he had a a more interesting lunch as well. <laughs> uh, well, it would have been, yeah. I mean, geez. I'll give you give you a, a bit of time. Me, I can give you a clue. All right, give me a clue. Uh, he did, drove a BMW. Hmm. Uh, he in a okay. Um, your friend. Uh, uh, um, I can't remember his name. Fitzgerald, not Kai Fitzgerald. Joel, Joel Fitzgerald. Joel. Joel Fitz. Oh no, no, Kai Fitzgerald. Uh, hunted him down to ask him about uh, the time that he rode his dad's surfboard in the Big Bells contest against um, against Simon. Oh shit! Um. I tell you what, one other clue would be that Bullfrog Sunblock should have sponsored this guy. <laughs> Why am I, is my mind going blank on this one? Who were the uh, surfers with him? And I'm also gonna, I'm Mark also Warren. Gonna, yes, it's that era. I'm also going to say that he, he ripped Trace Palmas in... Um, oh, Bobby Owens. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby Owens. He's been yeah, posting I, some great stuff on Instagram lately, some classic shots. Yeah, it's a cool guy. You need to take a shot, though. He's the coolest. I will. Do I have to take a shot? I, I say, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you okay. do. All right. Okay, here's, here's my question. I think we should land it on two. No, uh, I've got another one for you. Oh, fuck off. Okay. Who won the 1987 Mango Team Challenge at Snapper Rocks? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Daryl Parkinson? Nope. Although, okay. Daryl, Joel Parkinson's uncle, set so the cool. template for Joel's surfing. Oh, wait, wait, let uh, me think, let me think, let me think. Um, I'll still take the shot, but... Um, do you need a clue? Yeah, give me a clue. It was in the last. No, I know, I know what surf Strum, movie it was. And there. he was against Chappie Jennings, oh. another goofy foot. Another goofy. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, let me think for a minute then. Um, I've been goofy. wanting to share. No, I, I know the segment. I've been wanting to share. That's the song to his segment. Yeah, I know. Uh, was it Lukey? No. no, it's the oh. Gamote. Bainey. Robbie Bain. Rob Bain. Oh, right. And he surfs with Merrick Davis yes. for that song. And they in, have that um, song. It's all in, emotional. In, and Byron Bay, or uh, like, um, what's it called? A uh, Broken Head. Yeah. They go up there and they surf that. Yes. 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 He had a good, had a good stuff. I, back to like Barton Lynch and Rob Bain. When Rob Bain was number one for part of the year i think 1989 89 89 too 
90, 90. No, Potter didn't let the lead up in 89. Well, I'll tell you, what was the year? That, it's 1990. Um, he won the Coke Classic, and it was him against Curran. He had the he was he was leading most of the, a portion of the year. Okay. Well, then the year that uh, anyway, when um, I think Martin Potter, whoever won the Life's a Beach Classic, contest, Martin Potter, but, 1990. Yeah. Yeah, and I was surfing on the other on the north side of the pier. I got to see Lisa Anderson surfing in person. She was amazing. Um, but also, you know, I was going right towards the pier during the contest, because there's almost so much of a contest you can watch yeah. without wanting to go surfing. And on the same wave coming through the pier, you know the story, was Barton Lynch. And I very politely pulled out of the wave and let, let him finish his scoring ride. But I always <laughs> wondered what, what, if, what, what different, if this was like a sliding doors <laughs> moment, as soon as I pulled off, I wished that I'd stayed on the wave and just leaped out and gave Barton a big cuddle. <laughs> I sincerely loved Barton. Barton's the coolest. How funny would that have been? That would have been great. You would have made the surf man like surf and attacks athlete while on wave in competition. (laughs) Still, though, as a consolation prize, I did get the back of my head in the Surfer magazine uh, when they were um, giving, when Martin Potter was splashing the 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 fizz. So I've got another question. Wait, wait, wait. I just got to say one thing. Just an idea came to me. Another thing for Wave Pool in the surf ranch. Hmm. They should have people like either diving out or like trying to like push them off the wave while they're going through. Someone could be standing there like as an obstacle. Or they could throw a water balloon or or shoot it with like a super super soaker. soaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That would be amazing. Actually, I mean, to tell you, uh, what's slalom was, surfing, even the long Tom did have some suggestions for how to make the, the event more interesting, actually, which were really oh. like real suggestions, not like ours, not like super soaker <laughs> water balloons, uh, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> okay, uh, Hur- uh, hurdles, hurdles, your turn. <laughs> okay, uh, here we go. It's my third question, and again, it's it's one from what you. You, you just have to read the, uh, the, 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 US. the joint, the joint. Um, who is, what was the name of the surf cartoon character that was turned into a statue overlooking Windensea, I think in the late, in the 60s or 70s, who was taken down by the city. And then after lots of protests, a second one was erected and then was knocked over and decapitated by vandals. Murphy? No. No. Grammy? No. I don't know. Uh, the name, okay, this is the clue, but you still have to take a shot. It's his name, and he had like kind of like longish hair, a big nose, kind of looked like Jeff Spicoli in a way. Um, and his, uh, his name is the same name as the old kind of wooden surfboard that doesn't have a fin from Hawaii. Oh, um, the Olo? No. No, wait. You know, the kind of the surfboard that like... Uh, oh, geez, Hot Curl. Troy Seth and John Kelly. Yeah, Hot Curl. So Hot Curl is the name of the... Um, oh, I was not aware of that. I don't think... Thank you. Do you know what? Like, Thank I don't you think for you bringing actually, that to my attention. I don't think you read the Sunday Joint, Tyler. I do. I just didn't... I skip some of it sometimes. <gasps> Man, you Everybody know... Everybody else out there... Do as we say, not as we do. That's right. Read your Sunday joint I read every it. week. I sometimes have to skip. Take it. your I'm vitamins. Sorry. Read your Sunday joint. Sorry, Matt. I'm an awful person. <laughs> okay. Take My a final shot. One. My final one is uh, a softball question for you. Uh, Who directed Kelly Slater, Black and White? Or Richard Wilcox. Yeah. Come I on. told you, softball. Give me a curve. Fun please. fact, though. Slater almost signed with Gotcha and said a Quicksilver. Super close to it. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, who did Tom Curran almost sign with after OP dropped him? Who was he closest to before signing with Rip Curl? Well, he was talking You'll to never him. get it. Never get it? I, I mean, and anyone out there who knows better, prove me wrong, but I remember reading this, and it's like really random to think of Tom Bean's sponsored by this company i knew he had talked to quick at some point no and then he 
It was Billabong. Talk of Billabong because it would be Aki and Curran, I thought. That would have been cool. Yeah. Am I wrong? I'll give you a clue. What? This is the same company that sponsored Marty Thomas for uh, Local surfboard. Motion. Local oh, Motion. Yeah, I do remember that now. Holy shit. That would have been really weird. What's just the logo? It just looked like just... Hawaiian Tropic, you know? Like, yeah, uh... <laughs> no. It, it would have been an odd fit. It would have been a very odd fit. Like I mean, the, the, the realm was... The Mormai was kind of an odd fit as well. No, realm was actually not bad. What the odd fit for Kern was was North Shore Underground, NSU, <laughs> and Sanook. <laughs> Those ads with him as Oh the... my god, with him and I mean, uh, you know, he's like got that like thing over his head, that cap to yes. make him look like he's a bald, ma you know, kung fu master sitting uh, sideways. Like, oh my I'm god. I'm glad he had that era there. I'm glad he had that era. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's all good. So that all right, was everyone. that was the Sunday joint. <laughs> And uh, I'm, I'm Tyler Brewer. We hope you actually are allowed to listen to this episode. <laughs> and Jamie who are Brewer. you? Um, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed our antics, and we hope to see you next time uh, on the Sunday Joint Review. And we'll see you on Dan the Line. Pew! Stay loose, Howleys. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken runs.